Mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. What's your favourite song about mistakes? Good question, isn't it? Mine's probably Honest Mistake by um, the Bravery. We just find out. Bravery. Don't look at me that way. They thought they were the new The Killers back then. I'm just going to double check. Look, I'm on my phone. Bravery. Honest Mistake. Get in. It was The Bravery. They were a good one-hit wonder, weren't they? Should put that on my one-hit wonder playlist the next time I do a online Zoom kind of cardio spinny class, which I do. Don't judge. I love doing it. Basically, I hang out with our gym members on Zoom whilst I do my long, steady state stuff because I'm building up towards Europe's toughest mudder next year. Going to go back and try again, try and get more than the 30-odd miles I got last time and properly go for it, go for like 31 miles, progressive overload. Anyway, uh, today's a bit of a, not tongue-in-cheek, but just wanted to talk a little bit about um, backtracking and admitting you made a mistake. Like, there's so many things in our industry where, like, evidence is moving and also experience teaches you an awful lot as well, right? So um, back in the early days, one of the first things I genuinely thought was true and a thing was how, um, you know, having an orange and some brown toast first thing in the morning spiked your metabolism. Because I heard David Hay say it. You know David Hay, boxer that keeps on getting knocked out these days? He's, he said it. And he said, you know, I have an orange and a slice of brown toast first thing in the morning because it spikes my metabolism. I'm like, oh God, if that, does, uh, if that does it for David Hay, imagine what it must do for my clients. Because you don't use rational decision-making. You take appeal to authority and think, oh, okay, they must be right. And it's so prevalent now. Like we just take everything at face value. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast now is because, of course, there's a bit of research that come out and basically says your metabolism and trained individuals doesn't really start slowing until the age of 60. Like, oh, wow. I used to think that it started slowing down basically after 25. It's like, um, I'm effectively old by the time I'm 39. Oh, my metabolism's going to start slowing. He's start training again. Oh, God. And I wonder how we have these conversations with clients about backtracking. And it reminded me about how I stuff have to backtrack on a lot of stuff like taking BCAAs in middle of sessions and all this kind of stuff because we all want it to work, right? We, I would love for brown toast and an orange to spike someone's metabolism first thing in the morning so they, they naturally burn more fuel and had more energy and like got amazing results. I, I wish it was that. I wish that having um, six capsule, capsules of BCAAs, and do you remember the, the – the BCAA capsule burps with burp in the cloud. That was fun. That was a fun look. Like five squats, six BCAAs, puff cloud, five more squats, but harder and slower tempo. And just having like honest discussion with clients, like all of us in the PT industry at some point believes something that turns out to be less than optimal, but our intention was right less than true, but we hoped it would be, and less than ideal for the client. The important thing is that no matter what thing you've said to a client that you now know to be wrong, you have the courage and the discipline to go and correct that. I've had people doing zero sugar detoxes and things like this for way too long, and it put a massive amount of stress on them. Not because I'm an idiot. I just believe something that would work for everyone and wanted it to work for everyone. And then when I started losing clients and people were very stressed talking to me about nutrition because they thought I was going to judge them for having 
um, too much fruit. Like that was a stressful place to be in my career because I didn't want them to feel like they were failing. I didn't want them to feel like they couldn't speak to me honestly. So if I could go back in time and not make those mistakes, of course I would, but I did. And people do. And a big part of like growth as an individual is learning to try and be better all the time. If you're still delivering the same advice to somebody, identical advice to somebody, um, after more than a couple of years, the chances are you've either fallen behind the wonderful research that's been done or you've got lazy. And that's a very normal thing for a lot of trainers too. But going back through this, I wonder how you, as the person listening to this or watching this on my Instagram, hello, uh, actually approaches the topic of, I got this wrong, I need to correct it. It's like, do you genuinely set your stall out with clients to say, I'm learning this thing in the hope that it's going to allow us to do this thing? Because if you do, what you're able to do then is have good conversations with clients about what you're learning because clients love to know what your learning sources are. They really do. And as long as you feel like you're doing everything you can to make every decision as simple as possible for the client to get great results, because simple isn't easy, but simple is simple. How do we simplify things down so that the client doesn't have to cognitively think about too much, but more importantly, doesn't have to think that you made things purposely hard for them when you didn't know any better? Are we making things purposely hard? It's just an interesting topic. I'd love for you to really dig, 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 like dig deep down into today. It's like, if I was found out to be wrong on something overnight, how would I have the discussion? What that discussion sound like? Because I guarantee it's going to come up at some point for all of us. We're such an emerging field, like the wellness space is such an emerging field of so many different sources of research and experiences. We're a very new industry, really. And these experiences lead us to be able to have to have conversations with clients about what we've done wrong in the past and how we are now better. There's a little bit of food for thought for you today. You enjoy that one. I will see you in the next one. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, go get shit wrong. Bye.